Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Purihin ang Panginoon for a new and exciting day uh, in the presence of the Lord. Once again, tayo po ay nagkasama-sama to uh, draw near to God to listen to His Word. So, i-prepare natin ang ating mga sarili. Magkaroon po tayo ng tamang uh, attitude and posture uh, before the Lord. Uh, yung uh, ready tayo na makinig, ready tayo na Natanggapin ang salita ng Panginoon para sa atin. Our topic this morning is entitled, uh, True Financial Freedom. Now, uh, most people want to experience uh, financial freedom. Uh, di po ba? Kayo siguro, di ba? You want to experience financial freedom. Pero ano ba ibig sabihin nun? Now, for people in the world, financial freedom usually means we have enough savings, uh, we have financial investments, and uh, we also have in, enough cash on hand to afford the kind of life we desire for ourselves and for our families. But God has a different version of financial freedom. It is being free from the tyranny or tyranny of wanting more, and just being content with God's provisions. It also means being free to give or to share, as well as to serve the Lord, no? Without worrying about money. This is true financial freedom. And this is what the Lord Jesus wanted His disciples to learn. Unfortunately, you know, for a lot of people today, who profess to follow the Lord, uh, they have yet to experience itong true financial freedom na ito. So let us listen to the Lord as He teaches us from an incident that happened in His ministry uh, as it is found in Luke 12, uh, verse 13 to 34. So basahin po natin. Someone in the crowd said to Him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an, arbit or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abund abundance of his possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, You have plenty of good things laid up for many years. 
Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself, but is not rich toward God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the lilies grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide uh, purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So ito po yung ating uh, uh, pagmumuni-munihan, the word of the Lord for us uh, this morning. I-ready po natin ang sarili natin to receive uh, God's truth into our hearts. So manalangin po tayo. Lord, uh, maraming salamat sa iyo, Panginoon. You want us to experience uh, true financial freedom. And this morning, Panginoon, sa lahat na nakikinig, I pray na magkaroon kami ng attentive na ears, listening heart, ready to receive your word. For you want us to be free. You want us to serve you. You want, you want us to use uh, worldly wealth uh, in the right way, in the kingdom of God, and not to be uh, shackled or imprisoned or enslaved by it. In any way, Panginoon. So, Lord, uh, we pray. Help us to understand your word, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Uh, amen and amen. So, we want to talk about true financial freedom. And as followers of the Lord, it's very important for us to experience true financial freedom. Not in the way that the world uh, tells us, you know. Because if we follow the ways of the world, then we would become so harassed and hurried, trying to make ends meet, trying to accomplish the good life, 
that we will not really be content and we will not be able to serve the Lord. It takes true financial freedom coming from God according to God's ways, wherein we can just live according to God's grace and mercies at in each and every day. Uh, of course, we do the practical stuff. We make uh, the right uh, financial decisions. Mahalaga po yun. Pero we're not worried. We're not hurried. We're not pressed down. We're not trying to uh, be the best of uh, what we can be. Instead, we try to serve the Lord uh, by His grace and according to His ways. So, the question that we want to answer this morning is how can we experience uh, this kind of uh, true financial freedom? And in the passage before us, I see five ways. Now, I will be uh, mixing a little bit some of the verses to uh, highlight the key ideas that I believe the Lord wants us to take away this morning. So the first one, the first way really to experience true financial freedom is to know the essence of life. Sometimes we you know, get mixed up and confused. Everybody has his own idea of what life means. And everybody tells us na kailangan meron tayong ganito, kailangan ma-accomplish natin, yung ganyan. And maybe we tell ourselves the same thing. Kung mangyayari lang ito, kung makakapunta lang ako sa abroad, or kung makakabili lang ako ng bayit lupa, and so forth and so on. We define life usually on a very material uh, way. So, tingnan natin yung verse, uh, verses 13 and 15, and then we'll jump to 22 to 23. So, first tingnan natin yung 13 to 15. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. Now, this is amazing kasi Jesus has been talking about some very important stuff. Nagkinalaman sa character and so forth about you know, uh, guarding oneself against the, the Pharisees, you know, uh, in their hypocrisy and so forth. So some very heavy stuff, you know, about the kingdom of God. And here's this guy coming out of nowhere, ang concern niya yung kanyang inheritance. Or in other words, pera. I've seen this happen many times, that uh, people, you know, have their, you know, minds... Uh, uh, set on things na maaring sa kanila mahalaga. But in the, in the light of God's uh, purpose and God's kingdom, you know, those who understand kung ano ang kaharian ng Panginoon would often see that as parang trivial, no? Why, why talk about those things? Or why be interested in such matters? And yet, din natin mapigilan ng mga tao, of course, siyempre, Mahalaga sa kanila yung inheritance o mahalaga sa kanila yung mana o ano yung mamanahin, no? And so, um, you know, si Jesus replied, uh, in a way it's a rebuke because he used the word man. Sabi niya, man who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you. In other words, that is not his purpose. Sabi niya, basically. Jesus is saying na hindi yun ang kanyang role. Then in verse 15, uh, Then he said to them, no, this time sa mga tao na, no, na nakapaligid, 
Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Now that's a straightforward statement. Na yung buhay natin is not measured by how much we have, either in the bank or in terms of uh, assets. Walang kinalaman yan sa essence of life. We can have all these things and yet forfeit our life. Unfortunately, we live in a world kunsan ang success is measured by material things, by how much money we have or how much things we possess. Uh, that's part of the system ng mundong ito na and if we do, if we do not guard ourselves, we, we would be swallowed up by the world's system. And so, pag yun na naging mindset natin about the essence of life, then we would strive to be successful in the eyes of the world or maybe in our own eyes so that we can feel, feel good about ourselves and then lose the, the opportunity to use our life for the kingdom of God, which is so sad. Uh, very important that, that we understand the essence of life. Now let's jump to verse 22 to 23. Uh, then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. And then he says in verse 23, Life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Now, of course, mahalaga ang food, mahalaga ang clothes. And Jesus is not saying na parang unimportant yung ganong mga bagay. But what he is saying is that life is more than those things. Meaning if we truly understand life itself and the essence of it, no, then we would discover na even though these things are good, they should not be put at the level of uh, ikanga parang highest priority. And people do that, no? People say things like, hindi ako pwede magpahinga o kailangan ako magtrabaho kasi anong kakainin namin? Now, of course, uh, that sounds uh, quite true, di ba? Na, siyempre, kailangan magtrabaho para kumain. But that is not really the most important thing. So, what is the most important thing? No? When Jesus talks about these things, he, of course, he's referring to the larger context of his teachings no, about life itself which is eternal life, life as God meant it to be. In other words, God entrusted us with uh, our biological life so that we may actually experience the life that is truly life, the life that comes from Him. And this is the result of our encounter with the gospel and through faith in Jesus. And by believing in Him, we receive eternal life. And this life now is the life from God that we can experience and uh, live out each and every day sa buhay natin, fulfilling God's purpose. And so life is more than just, you know, food and drink and clothes or money. Life is all about fulfilling God's will and purpose because He has loved us and has shown us His will for our lives. And in a, in, a, in, a, in a reasonable way, we offer back to God all that we are. So life is not about being successful. Life is about fulfilling God's will. 
and serving Him. Now, the second way, so after knowing the essence of life, the second way is to be rich toward God. To be rich toward God. And again, there's nothing wrong with being rich. It's just that anong version ng pagiging rich ang ina-aspire mo. Because you can be rich in your eyes or in the eyes of the world, but you are not rich toward God. We see this in a parable that Jesus taught no, in verses 16 to 21. So, basahin natin yun. And he told them this parable, The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. So, here's a successful person in the eyes of the world. Someone, uh, you know, by God's grace, ay talagang nakaproduce ng magandang, uh, you know, uh, status ng buhay. And then he thought to himself, notice nyo, doon palang magkakaroon na tayo ng awareness of a problem. He's just thinking to himself. He's not considering God's thoughts. Sarili lang niya. And so, itong sabi niya, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Notice nyo yung self-centeredness ng tao na ito. It's all about him. Then he said, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And, de- and there I will store all my grain and my goods. Now I want you to take note na hindi naman siya nagpa-plano gumawa ng mga masasama, ng evil things like murder or, or uh, stealing or whatever, no? He's just thinking about, you know, taking care or making sure na yung kanyang wealth is protected, No? And is there anything good about it? I mean, is there anything bad about that? Of course, uh, nothing in, in a sense na parang sabihin hindi naman masama na make sure na hindi mananakaw yung mga goods natin o yung mga wealth natin. But really, the main thing that is bothering about the story is yung sabi niya, this is what I'll do. I will tear down, you know, I will store my goods. In, in other words, you know, my barns, in other words, ang sinasabi niya rito is all about, I'm going to take care of myself. And this comes into a really, uh, uh, the limelight, dito sa verse 19, sabi, And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. So, kausap niya na yung sarili niya. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. Is there anything wrong with being happy? Of course not. There's nothing wrong with that, except that if that's the highest priority in your life and the only priority in your life, then you have a problem. Um, Ignatius of Loyola calls this uh, disordered desires. St. John of the Cross calls it uh, false attachments. So these are things that have become priorities of boy natin that hinders us from really serving the Lord. And so in verse 20, sabi, But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then you will get what, then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? So basically the Lord is asking him, So ano na mangyayari? Doon sa lahat ng inaccumulate mo, where will it go? And if you read the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, you know, the teacher there reflected upon the same question. And he said, basically, na pupunta dun sa mga tao who did not really work hard for it. And so, so verse 21, sabi niya, this is how it will be with anyone who stores up things for himself. 
but is not reached toward God. So to be really financially free, you know, in a godly sense, we have to be reached toward God, meaning our lives is focused not so much on accumulating wealth. Again, there's nothing wrong with earning, you know, and saving, buying insurance, uh, making sure that we have investments. All of those things are uh, necessary and uh, it's good stewardship. Pero the Lord Jesus is talking about nasan yung ano mo, nasan yung focus mo. Be rich toward God. In other words, think about, think about what are the things that God would want you to do and by His grace, ask Him to help you do it and then do it. Kung may mga pinagagawa sa yung mga ministry, yun ang gawin mo. And if, uh, if there is anything like uh, whatever that is hindering you from doing what God is telling you to do, then think about that very carefully because they are false attachments. Yan yung mga disordered desires that even though they are good, uh, they are hindering uh, God's purpose. Now again, uh, it's very important to discern the purpose ni Lord for your life. I'm not saying na kinakalaan lahat ng tao mag full time. But let's say, for example, just for practical purposes. Let's say, hindi ka naman tinawag na mag-full-time. Maybe you tinawag ka ng Panginoon to be a uh, family person, diba? to be married, to have children, to raise a family, and to earn a living through some kind of job. Now, that's glorifying to the Lord. But if you don't, uh, you know, uh, balance yourself, kung pag napunta ka dun sa... Aspecto na puro pera lang iniintindi mo. Then you neglect your family. You neglect your spouse. You neglect other areas of your life. All for the sake of money. So your children grow up not knowing the Lord. Because you're so bent on success. So, you know, I'm not talking about full-time ministry. Uh, it could be any arena in which God is calling you. The important thing is, you know, asking yourself, what is God uh, telling me to do with my life? How am I supposed to serve Him? So be rich toward God. No? So know the essence of life. And then be rich toward God. Now, thirdly, asusi para sa true financial freedom is consider God's faithful provisions. No? Pay attention and learn uh, because God provides, and He shows that to us in so many different ways. Let's look at uh, verse 24, and then verse 27 to 28, tapos verse 32 to 33. So, unayin natin ang uh, verse 24. Sabi ni Jesus, consider the ravens. Now, the ravens are one of those uh, unclean animals, actually, in the Old Testament. People don't really, you know think much about ravens. Pero sabi niya, consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. So, you know, again, the Lord Jesus is not saying, okay, wag ka na magtrabaho, maging katulad ka na ng mga ibon. That's not the point. The point is, 
God wants us to trust the Lord's goodness and mercy. Okay? And he's saying, consider the ravens because sometimes uh, sa sobrang busy natin, we forget how the Lord really provides for the rest of creation. And we assume na parang we are less valuable than creation itself. But the fact of the matter is that God's care for creation indicates that God will also care for us. Now, tingnan natin yung verse 27 to 28. Consider how the lilies grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And so the issue is not really so much about clothes per se, but really how we look. In other words, we're so concerned about how we look. And he's saying, in effect, now, why are you so worried about how you look? Consider how the Lord takes care of the beautiful things in creation, like the lilies, no? So what the Lord is saying, me, Santayo, we are so full of concern about our appearance, you know, that we would look good, that we would impress people. And often, yan ang uh, driving force or motivation natin. Why we are so hardworking and so hurried sa buhay natin because we want to look good. We want people to look at us and say, wow, what a successful person. And yet the Lord says, consider God's faithful provisions para you won't be like that. Again, remember, he's talking to his disciples. He's trying to teach them. You know, the way of the kingdom of God. Now, in verse 28, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? In other words, uh, Jesus is saying, don't focus yourself sa ganyang mga bagay, yung mga outward appearances of success. Because that's not really the essence of life. Again, in verse 32 to 33, basahin natin. Uh, Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. And then he says, sell your possessions and give to the poor. In other words, maging generous ka. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted. Where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. So, in other words, ang susi para sa true financial freedom is to always remember that God provides whatever it is na kailangan mo. And that includes even those things that you might want. You know, because uh, sometimes people make uh, such a big deal with the difference between needs and wants. And so God, and they, and they say, God will only provide for your needs but not for your wants. But in this parable, or in this uh, story, we see the Lord Jesus saying, uh, you know, um, kay magalala, if God uh, clothes uh, the lilies, uh, He will clothe you. Now, is that really uh, a need, you know, na, you know, what kind of clothes I will wear? Often, you know, we, we assume that God is only concerned about the really important stuff. And, uh, you know, for example, if I want something, can I ask God for it? Of course. He wants you to trust God, not to worry about it, but to ask God. 
if I, for example, want uh, to have a new pair of pants, kunyare, so that uh, it would fit my, you know, uh, thinner waist. <laughs> Can I ask God for that? Sure. The important thing is to consider God's faithful provisions, no? that He would provide. You don't have to be so concerned about that that you cannot focus on what the Lord wants you to do. Yun the, yun yung main thing dun eh. Kasi often we are distracted. Hindi natin magawa yung pinagagawa ni Lord sa atin in whatever arena. Simply because our hearts are so divided. And so He wants to teach His disciples how to be true, uh, how to be financially free, no? So first, know the essence of life and then be rich toward God and then consider God's provisions, faithful provisions. And then number four, do not worry about what you cannot control. Again, this is an important principle. So basahin natin verse 25 to 26. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? You know, we are all mortals and we are, of course, living in uh, entrusted time. Uh, binibigyan tayo ng Panginoon ng buhay. And no one really knows for how long. But we cannot extend it. You know, kung naman yung sinet ni Lord na boundary, that's only how far we go. And so sabi niya sa verse 26, Since you cannot do this very little thing, <laughs> So as far as extending our lives is concerned, you know, only the Lord has the power to do that. Katulad ang ginawa niya kay Hezekiah in the Old Testament. He extended his life by 15 years more, even though he was already critically uh, ill. Now, you know, it, that arena belongs to God. So sabi niya, why do you worry about the rest? So in other words... Do not worry about what you cannot control. Most people worry about the future, and the future is not something for us to worry about because there's nothing we can do about the future. Well, you might say, well, I can prepare. Yeah, sure, you can prepare, but you still cannot control the future. You can only live in the present, no? And often it's because of our fears about the future that makes us uh, vulnerable to temptations. This is the reason why we do things, you know, we, for example, we take that job or we uh, sign up for something that would overcommit ourselves or make us unavailable for the things that God wants us to do. Even young promotions, eh? Uh, for example, if God gives you a promotion, praise God. Better pray about it. Because not all promotions is God's will for you, even though it may look attractive. Consider what it would entail. And be at peace with God as He guides you. Is this something that He would want you to do in view of your situation in life, in view of God's greater purpose for your life? So, hindi pocket maganda at malaki ang kikitain ang basta mo nalang tatanggapin. Bottom line dito is really to seek the Lord and ask God, Lord, 
what would you want me to do with the life that you have entrusted to me? How do you want me to use it and to live my life for your glory? And then let everything be centered on that, no? Once it becomes clear to you how God would want you to glorify His name, then everything else is just a means toward that or maybe a hindrance against that, so you must learn to discern. And finally, guard your heart. Okay? This is so important in order to experience true financial freedom because it all actually starts with the heart. Tina natin sinasabi sa verse 29 to 31 and then finally verse 34. Sabi sa verse 29, And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. And then he says this famous verse, di ba, sa verse 31, But seek his, seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. And finally he says in verse 34, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Purihin ang Panginoon. Guard your heart. If you want to experience true financial freedom, make sure that you have the right priorities in place sa puso mo. Ang question mo palagi is, Lord, how do you want me to glorify you with this life that you have entrusted to me? So know the essence of life. Be rich toward God. Consider God's faithful provisions. Do not worry about what you cannot control. And then guard your heart. In other words, true financial freedom is found only in God's kingdom. If you are listening right now and you have not yet entered the kingdom of God through faith in Jesus, really that's the first thing you have to do. And for those of you naman who have already surrendered your life to Jesus, remember what I said, you know? To be financially free is to let the Lord rule your life and all areas of your life so that your primary objective sa buhay mo is to glorify the Lord. If there are other things that you're trying to aim at, like being rich and being successful, then you will be distracted and you will live a life that is not financially free, but you will be enslaved by your desires, by, by, the, by the tyranny of wanting more and more and not being satisfied. And most uh, sadly of all, is not having the time to share and to serve. So ang tunay na pinansyal na kalayaan ay matatagpuan lamang sa kaharihan ng Diyos. Pagsipan natin maigi ito mga kapatid at i-consider natin ang katotohanan na ito. True financial freedom is found only in God's kingdom. May you understand this truth. And by understanding it, obey it. And by obeying it, experiencing freedom. Let us pray. Lord God, maraming salamat po for today, this morning. Um, thank you, Lord, for your grace. I pray for every one of us, for all of us, O Lord God, that we may be free to really glorify you, Lord, sa buhay namin, in accordance with your purpose for us, your calling, Lord, nawa hindi kami ma-attach sa mga bagay sa mundong ito. Even worldly wealth uh, na can easily distract us and make us 
uh, unfocused. So Lord, for everybody, for all of us, I pray, may we learn to seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And all these things, Panginoon, bagamat importante, help us to see them in their proper order so that our lives would not be so harassed and hurried and helpless that we fail to really fulfill the purpose of God sa namin. Help us also to uh, help others, to encourage others, so that they too may live a life of true financial freedom. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.